Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlogcast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus. Now, one of the sad themes of the scripture is this, is that our sin separates us from God. It also separates us from one another. But the good news of the gospel is that in Jesus, Messiah, we are reconciled, or you could say we are brought near to God and made a, a, a new image, a new creation. And also we are brought it back into relationship with one another. Now Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2 speaks of this separation. The prophet says, But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. So you can describe um, the corrupted nature that dwells in all of us as, as being rebellious, this, this sense of wanting to run away from God, this, this prodigal uh, nature that dwells within us, wanting to leave God, leave home, leave the Father. And the sad news is that we run away from God and we run to or toward other gods. Another image in the Old Testament is that of um, the church being called the bride, the bride of God, the bride of, of Jesus Christ in the New Testament. But in our rebellious nature, we are unfaithful uh, to this husband. Uh, a final image is that of unclean, that because of our sin, we are um, separated from God in the sense of holiness, that God himself is holy and we are unholy. And as Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 6, when he sees the holiness of God, he says, Woe is me, I am, I am ruined, I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And so this sin separates us from God, separates us from one another. But in Jesus, in Messiah, we are, we are brought near. We are cleansed. We are made holy. Now, one of the images of this is this Old Testament feast called the Day of Atonement. And it speaks of not just the holy place, but the most holy place, and entrance into that most holy place through sacrifice. Now, in Leviticus chapter 16, the Lord says to Moses, he says, Tell your brother Aaron not to come whenever he chooses into the most holy place behind the curtain, in front of the atonement cover on the ark, or else he will die, because I appear in the cloud over the atonement cover. So the priest was not allowed to go whenever he wanted into the most holy place where the ark of the covenant was, where the presence of God was. He was only to go into the most holy place on one day, the day of atonement, the tenth day of the seventh month. Now, atonement, you could say it means, uh, you know, all of these types of things, that it's the day where sins are confessed and sins are forgiven and sins are taken away and, and God and sinners are reconciled and there is peace with, peace with God. But again, this is idea, the idea that there are shadows and the reality. The shadows are the Old Testament sacrifices, the feast and festivals, the day of atonement, the tabernacle the Holy of Holies, even the curtain that separates the Holy of Holies, the most holy place uh, from the holy place. Now, that reality we're going to find is always fulfilled in the person and the work of Jesus. So, as always, Scripture will help us understand the Scripture. 
So in the book of Hebrews, by the way, a good book to read alongside the book of Leviticus, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10, beginning at verse 19, the writer says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. So right from the very beginning, there is this promise that though we are separated because of our sin, rebellious in our nature, unfaithful to God, unclean, that in Jesus something beautiful is given to us. We now have confidence to enter the most holy place. How? Well, not with the blood of bulls or goats, but by the blood of Jesus. The writer continues, verse 20. By a new and living way, he says, open for us through the curtain that is his body. Again, that curtain separated the the holy place from the most holy place. And the writer says, we now have entrance into this most holy place by a new and living way open for us through the curtain that is his body. The shadow is the curtain in the Old Testament. The reality is the very body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we know from the Gospels, Mark chapter 15, that when Jesus cries out and um, breathes his last breath, Mark chapter 15, verse 38 says, The curtain of the temple was torn in two, from top to the bottom. Top to the bottom. God himself is tearing the curtain, saying now in the death and the resurrection of Jesus, there is access to the most holy place because the sacrifice has been made. Now, Hebrews chapter 10 continues and says in verse 21 and 22, since we have a great high priest over the house of God, now let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith. So, no separation now because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Again, we were rebellious, but now we have been reconciled. We have been brought near through his death and resurrection. Now, also, those of us who are unclean have been given the holiness of Jesus. We are allowed now, because our great high priest is there beside us, our brother in the flesh is beside beside us, giving to us his holy works. Now we are cleansed. We are made holy. We can draw near to God with a sincere heart. The writer continues, it says, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Cleansed. That basin for washing, even in the tabernacle, speaks of Jesus. In baptism, we are connected with Jesus in his death and his resurrection, and we are cleansed. We are we are made holy. Now, Hebrews 10 Uh, verse 23, speaks to then of this covenant language. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. God makes and keeps his promises in Jesus. He makes and keeps those promises in the reality of his son, in the death and the resurrection of that son. So here's good news. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 says, Since the children have flesh and blood. It says, Now he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Now, 
Doesn't that sound like Exodus themes, right? Held in slavery, but now freed from that slavery. Held in slavery by a fear of sin and death and the devil, but now brought out of, brought out of that uh, captivity. So the real Exodus, again, is always in the death and resurrection of Jesus. Hebrews 2 verse 17 continues, says, For this reason he had to be made like his brothers in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. That's, that is the day of atonement. He might make the final atonement, the perfect atonement for the sins of the people, and the curtain is torn from top to bottom. Shadow, reality. The curtain and the body of Jesus. The real sacrifice and the great high priest. In Jesus, God makes and keeps all of his promises.